Dive into our latest courses designed to enhance your bond with your furry friend. Whether you're a seasoned owner or a new puppy parent, there's something for everyone at dogspeak101.com. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Enroll now and take the first step toward a happier, well-behaved dog. Visit dogspeak101.com to browse our course catalog. Get 10% off all courses through February the 14th. Hey guys, and welcome to the Dog Speak Podcast. I am Nikki Ivey, your host. I am thrilled that you are joining me to talk puppies, dog training, real life manners, and more. Be sure to check out our Facebook page as well as our website at dogspeak101.com. Hey, Dog Speak Geeks. I hope you're having a wonderful week. So glad that you could join me today. Uh, today we want to talk about canine enrichment. Now, I've always talked about mental stimulation and how a dog needs mental stimulation to use that brain. Uh, but mental stimulation is just one way to enrich your dog's life. So today we're going to talk about some different ways that you can enrich your dog's life to make your dog's life better and to make them less bored. So if you look up a definition of canine enrichment, uh, it's defined as additions to a dog environment and lifestyle that which the dog voluntarily interacts and as a result experiences improved physical and psychological health. Now a lot of times people are really focused more on physical exercise, making sure the dog is going for walks, uh, maybe going to the dog park, and again those are just part of canine enrichment. It's, uh, you know, there are a lot of different things that you can do more than just taking your dog for a walk or going to the dog park. So that's what I want to talk about a little bit today is give you some ideas of what you can be doing to enrich your dog's life. Um, and you can use items that are around the house. You can use their meal to help enrich their life, just the way that you're feeding. And um, you don't always have to use safe food with this. You can uh, use toys. You can do many different things. So uh, one of the things that you can do for canine enrichment is uh, basically stimulating their olfactory senses. So you probably have heard about nose work, and nose work is a new sport that's out for canines uh, to learn how to find a specific scent and find that specific scent in different environments. Uh, nose work is wonderful. You know, I used to do search and rescue. I did it for 12 years where my dogs were trying to find missing persons as well as human remains. And my dogs really thrived and loved to work. And so, you know, finding ways to get your dog to sniff and do things can really make a big difference. And it's not just uh, going for a sniffy walk where they're just sniffing the ground in general, but a good way of getting your dog to not only maybe work for his kibble, but also use his nose is you can find things like some uh, plastic Easter eggs, some other different types of containers where you can put their kibble um, in that, or, and you can also add some treats if you want, uh, but I like to use kibble if I can, uh, which means your dog has to like the kibble, but you can basically take these containers, uh, fill them full of their kibble, 
and um, just throw them in the backyard and, and hide them around in the backyard and teach your dog to go working and using their nose to find their kibble. And that would be the way that they would eat dinner. Um, and that's a great way to stimulate your dog mentally um, using that natural nose work as well. Um, another way that you can do this is by uh, doing a snuffle mat, uh, which looks like a piece of, to me it looks like a piece of like shag carpet uh, where you can just throw treats in. But you can also just take uh, a crumpled bed sheet or just a crumpled sheet and crumple it all up in the floor, throw some of their kibble in there and make them root around for that. Um, and one that I think I'm going to be trying here soon because I have not done this one before. I found some actually really good ideas while I was doing some research because I tend to get stuck in the box uh, with just doing like a stuffed frozen Kong. Uh, but this one was really fun to where you can take either like some plastic balls or you can just take some plastic bottles that are maybe in your recycling bin and before you take them off to recycle, you can take um, a bunch of those plastic bottles, throw them inside of a kiddie pool, throw their kibble around in the pool with it to where your dog has to root around and work through um, all the plastic bottles to find that food. So that's a really good way to uh, enrich your dog, enrich your dog's mind while at the same time feeding them their normal meal. Now obviously you can also do things like uh, puzzle toys. Um, I personally really like the tricky treat ball. It's not necessarily a puzzle toy, but it's a great feeding tool to where uh, the less food in it, the harder it is. Um, but it's also a nice harder plastic, so it's a little bit quieter. They can toss it, throw it, roll it, uh, do a lot of different things with it uh, to, you know, get their food. But you can also do uh, things like your stuffed Kong and, and put some of the kibble in that. You don't necessarily have to freeze that. Uh, but, you know, there are a lot of different puzzle toys out there. Just do a little research and you'll find the puzzle toys and you can make puzzle toys. You can take a cupcake pan um, or muffin pan and uh, put treats or food inside each hole of the muffin pan and then place some balls on top of that in each hole and teach the dog to root around until they find the hole that has the kibble and they can move the ball and get their kibble. So you just have to get a little creative. One thing that I did see one of my clients had done before is they took a big two liter uh, bottle and they used a couple of them and they put it on um, a rod and they punched holes in the bottle. And uh, basically when it's on the rod, it would, you could swing it around the rod. So it's like spinning the bottle and you cut holes in the bottle and put the kibble in it. So the dog has to spin the bottle around and uh, get their food. So it's again, it's another way. Now that one is probably not my favorite because I do think that it can make a dog a little too worked up. So if you have a dog who is already um, high energy or high arousal, or maybe they go overboard when they get excited, that one may not be the best. Uh, the one dog I watched do this that was really highly aroused was getting aggressive with it. And I don't particularly like for my dog to get you know aggressive when I'm trying to enrich them. At that point, I say it's not necessarily enrichment and it's not doing as much positivity as we want. So maybe finding a game that's a little bit less arousing, like, um, you know, hiding food in the yard in different containers and things like that. 
So you can also just take some of their food and throw it in the grass and let them root around and find their kibble in the grass. So that's another way that you can take the regular meal that you're going to be feeding anyway and making it a little bit more enriching for the dog instead of just eating out of a bowl. Especially if you have a dog who has to eat out of a slow feeder. Uh, the slow feeder is not going to be as of an enrichment, but um, instead of putting the slow feeder out, use the snuffle mat or use the grass or use the different toys that are out in the yard or the plastic bottles or plastic balls in the kiddie pool. So it's like a little ball pit. I used to love the ball pit uh, when I was little, jumping in all those plastic balls. Uh, it was always one of my favorite things to do. So I can see that, that could be possibly a really fun game for your dog to do. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind. You can just, uh, you know, get creative. Find out what your dog likes. Uh, there's some great Facebook pages on canine enrichment, and there's a lot of really good ideas that you can find there. Um, so feel free to just do a little bit of search, but know that just walking your dog is not necessarily going to be enough. All right, so when we're talking about feeding, uh, you can use that, you know, a Kong, puzzle toys, you can do the bottle, you can, um, you know, toss some treats in the yard to hide those, uh, maybe in some plastic eggs, or use like snuffle mat or like a crumpled sheet. So those are good ways just to feed a regular meal. However, there are other things that you can do to enrich your dog's life that has nothing to do with the food itself. One good way is if you have a dog who really loves to play with like balls, especially if they're bigger balls. I don't know if you guys remember the game um, of tetherball. I love tetherball. Um, tetherball was basically where there was a ball on a string on a pole and one person, uh, you had one person on each side and the goal was, was to, for you to get your, you know, hit the ball to where it got wrapped around uh, the pole first. And, of course, you had to defeat the person on the other side who was hitting the ball back. So, tetherball is actually something you can just make yourself. You can use PVC pipe, a rope, um, and any type of, of ball. But you can set that up if your dog likes it and teach the dog how to, you know, hit the ball with its nose or hit the ball with the paws um, and just play back and forth with you. Or, hey, let them play by themselves and just chasing that ball around. That's another really good way to get your dog some really fun um, exercise and some good uh, stimulation mentally and physically, obviously. Uh, another thing, I'm, I've been seeing it, um, I don't know the name of it is, and I probably should have researched that, but it just came to mind, is if your dog loves to tug, but you don't want to tug, you can easily take some items that are tuggable and tie them out onto something. You can put them on poles. You can put them around trees, um, have some bungee to it. But there's this one specific toy that I keep seeing that it's a suction cup that goes on the ground, um, on the floor, and then there's a, a tug ball to it, and your dog can tug by himself. Um, that one looks really interesting, and I was really thinking about ordering one of those and trying it. If any of you guys have tried that and, or have one, uh, shoot us a message and let me know how you like it uh, because I would really like to get some ideas. Matter of fact, if you guys have any ideas for canine enrichment, uh, things that you've been doing, uh, shoot us a message so that we can share that with, um, with our clients and with our followers. Uh, you can shoot a message on Facebook, uh, you know, or post uh, on our page on Facebook so that we all have an idea 
Because even though I have a lot of ideas here, you may have some that I've not thought of. Uh, I always like to get people's ideas with things uh, because sometimes you just think differently than I do. Uh, so the tetherball game is something that could be fun. Also, uh, you can get a bubble machine. I know that there are a lot of dogs that love to chase bubbles. Um, that's a fun game to play. You can always do that. I do prefer that people, when they do something like bubble playing, that it's with a small amount of dogs. Uh, I'd say maybe two or three at the most. I have seen several daycare facilities use a bubble machine, but they have sometimes 35 and 40 dogs, and that can get a little dangerous. It can get a little bit of a resource guarding. Same reason why I'm not a fan of playing fetch in daycare, but that's a whole other podcast. Yes, I better write that one down so we can talk about that one later, or another episode anyway. But bubbles is something that you can just play with your dog, whether it's you're blowing the bubbles or you have a bubble machine. Uh, so that can be a little fun. And I know that they have some uh, bubble liquid that smells like bacon or chicken. You can try those things as well. Try to find something that is safe for your dog. Uh, we don't want them eating things that's not safe. Um, another way is that you can, you know, put up some agility equipment or find a place to do some agility. Um, and that agility can be as simple as, you know, going uh, hiking and having your dog, instead of just walking the trail, jumping over fallen down trees or crawling under fallen down trees or um, jumping up on rocks or over rocks. These are just some good things to uh, give your dog some exercise. It's also enriching to their life. And one, uh, this one I found really fascinating um, is giving your dog things to shred. I know that there are a lot of dogs that love to tear things up. And I have one client who uh, uses all the uh, packing paper that comes in boxes uh, allows her dogs to chew that up and tear it up. One of the uh, things I found was taking a ball that has um, maybe a soft plastic ball or a rubbery ball that has holes in it that you can see through and just taking a cut up t-shirt and putting that inside the ball so the dog has to go in and, and tear out that t-shirt out of that ball. And to make it even better, you can throw some treats inside the t-shirt and, um, and do it that way. There's a, there's a website that actually has some really good ideas as well as some video. It's iheartdogs.com. I'll put the link in the show notes. But uh, that may be a good place for you to go and just see some video of, of some of these things I'm talking about. They had a really good article on there. Uh, and I was just getting some really good ideas. Because like I said, I tend to get a little uh, stuck in um, the frozen stuffed Kong or the frozen uh, food toys. Um, but I do still like the Kong. I, I think it is uh, very usable in a lot of situations. You can take up um, and put mashed bana uh, bananas in it, peanut butter, uh, yogurt, you know, anything the dog really finds uh, exciting. You can even throw some kibble in there. But when you do this, what my recommendation is, is if you've got your dog's treats kind of on a level of one to five, and five being your dog's favorite treat, then I would take maybe um, yeah, a level three um, and make it the easiest to get to. So you would actually start stuffing it with level five, and then maybe you throw a three in there, and then maybe a four, and then maybe a one, and then a two, so that the dog has to work hard to get to the biggest reward, which is going to be the hardest to get to. Uh, if you make it too easy to get the highest reward and then asking them to work harder to get 
the lesser reward, your dog's probably going to give up and quit. So you just have to, again, you have to know your dog and know what they like, know what they enjoy, and know what they, you know, see as a high value reward. So those are a few things that you can do um, when it comes to like feeding, um, what you can do with play, but also keep in mind that just having human contact uh, with you, loving on you and getting petted and just spending time with you, uh, that's enriching for your dog. So, you know, that's something that don't take that for granted. Um, and, and if your dog can find a few dog friends, they need that. They need to be playing with other dogs, not just the dogs that are in their home. If they have a good personality and good, you know, play style, play skills, communication skills, I recommend you find some playmates or you find a good safe dog park or a daycare that you can uh, allow your dog to play and interact with other dogs. They need that and that's very enriching for them. Uh, So those are just a few things uh, that are out there that you can do to enrich your dog's life, uh, which incorporates mental and physical stimulation. Uh, You know, so instead of just making a walk just physical, let them do some sniffing. Maybe take uh, a few treats or kibble and toss them in some grassy area and then let your dog go hunt for them in the middle of the walk, right? So just find ways to enrich your dog's life and know that you don't always have to take your dog for long walks. Uh, Don't push your dog and take them for long walks, especially if they don't walk well. If they don't walk well or they are triggered by um, dogs, people, rabbits, squirrels, that's not enriching for them, um, and it's definitely not enriching for you or your relationship with your dog. Uh, that can sometimes be too stressful. So you want to find things that are not so stressful for your dog. Um, I recommend you teach your dog to walk nicely and stay focused on you. And when I say focused on you, that is between the ears, not with the eyes. Uh, but it's just kind of giving your dog an opportunity to do things more that uh, they find more stimulating, more enhancing, and um, not stressful. So don't think that this is a one-size-fits-all. Not every dog is going to enjoy a stuffed Kong. Not every dog is going to enjoy a snuffle mat. Not every dog is going to want to jump in a kiddie pool with plastic bottles. So you find what's going to work best for your dog, but I do encourage you to do a little research, uh, join some Facebook pages, and get some ideas uh, just to see what you can do, uh, do with your dog to help them Um, really have all of that satisfaction that they need, Uh, especially before it gets too too cold and and nasty weather where you can't really get out or it gets dark so early that you really can't get your dog out for those walks that you're used to doing in the spring and summer. Uh, So those are some things that you can just think about and do it before you need it, right? Do some research and and find out what's going to work best before you really need it. So uh, this is backed by science um, that dogs need this enrichment in their life. So um, I highly encourage you to find what's best for your dog uh, to enrich their life, build that confidence up, teaching them some good skills, giving them that mental and physical stimulation. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Uh, if you guys have any ideas for an episode, please give us a, you know, shoot us a message. Uh, give us a call if you want to. Um, Brittany would be happy to talk to you. But just, you know, let us know what your thoughts are. I know that we had... Uh, One client wanted us to do um, one episode on, um, uh, well, impulsive uh, canine disorder or OCD. 
um, but it's actually called a little different. It's, it's a canine compulsive disorder. It's CCD. That's what it's called in dogs. And I do want to do an episode on that, but I'm going to have to do a little bit more research just to get my thoughts in order so that I'm not um, throwing confusing information at you guys. But uh, it it's great if you can send us some ideas because I sometimes kind of get lost on ideas. Some things that I, I think people want, I try to do. And then uh, things that I don't think people want, but I think is important, I try to do. But at times I find that, you know, I expect you to know some things. And so I don't cover it on the podcast. But then I realize that maybe people do need it. I just don't want to have to keep bombarding you guys with the same information. So any ideas... I would appreciate it. Shoot us an email, info at dogspeak101.com. And also check out that website, iheartdogs.com. And I will put a link in the show notes so that you can at least go check those videos out and see some of the things that we were talking about. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. I hope you get a chance to um, learn some new things about your dog and learn about what it is that they want what um, enhances their life, what they're looking for, what that desire is, um, and what that what drives them so that you can improve the relationship with your dog and improve your dog's health mentally and physically. God bless and have a great week.